Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 32, about visiting colleges around Florida. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And today's episode is sponsored by Florida native and award-winning author Rebecca Lynn. With two series set in her home state, you can indulge in historical fiction based on the early space program or heartwarming stories in bustling Orlando. The characters are like friends you haven't met, but once you do, you won't be able to let them go. You can find Rebecca's books online at all major retailers and connect with her through her website, RebeccaLynnBooks.com. And Rebecca is R-E-B-E-K-A-H-L-Y-N. But before we talk about going back to school, let's get into our Florida tip of the week. Tanya, we've talked about this before, but did you know that there's some really big differences between North Florida and South Florida? Yes. You did, huh? I did. (laughs) I like to joke that the further south you go, the further north you get. See, (laughs) does that make sense? Yeah. Because the further north you go, the further south you get. Yeah. These two places, North and South Florida, can actually seem like different states. For instance, South Florida is has a very heavy Caribbean and Latin cultural influence. Yes. And then like their their nightlife is what they're known for. You think about Miami oh, and Miami, South Beach yes. and like it's it's very vibrant nightlife down there. But North Florida is more known for their forest landscapes. They get a little bit cooler weather and fall and winter. In fact, it's been known to even snow in North Florida. What? Yep. How is that possible? I know. It's crazy. It has, it's more often, you know, <laughs> snowed in North Florida than obviously anywhere else in the state. So we've, <laughs> I mean, we've gotten some snow here a couple times in my lifetime, but not like that in North Florida. And North Florida is also home to the state capital and South Florida is home to the Everglades. It's vastly different, right? Yep. When you're talking about the capital versus the Everglades. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I Yeah. When I say going north, you get more south. I mean more of that traditional southern charm, southern food, that southern 100%, accent, yeah. southern, you know, the great big oaks with the southern uh, Spanish moss. And that <laughs> I has, lost the word there for That a has everything to do with that landscape, too. There's a lot more woods in the north but what do you need throughout the entire state of Florida? Uh, pina coladas. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> let's let's bring in the drinks, Christina. That is. Not- I don't know, Tanya. <laughs> what do we need throughout the state of Florida? Don't forget your sunscreen. Oh man. <laughs> Thanks. I wasn't planning on taking your line. I, I know. Okay. I just I, I handed it to you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, so. It is, this airs August 10th, and for many of us, that is back to school season. Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about before that we are homeschoolers. We kind of school year round or take breaks (laughs) whenever we want. But I got to say, when I see all these posts about my friends who are getting geared up to go back to school, it causes post-traumatic stress disorder about going back to school. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, your school life was that bad. 
I love my summer vacation. I, well, okay. I love summer vacation. I love that back to school time though for getting organized. For me, I feel like that is the start of the year. Not yeah, but January. then it's the actual like now I have to sit down and actually do the work. Getting organized is one thing. That's fun. New notebooks, new pencils, new calendars, new yes, lists. But I like all that. But I don't like the work part. Okay. Well, I have a I have a son that's about to graduate. So he is about to start his senior year in class of 22. So we've been visiting some colleges to get an idea of where he might go after he graduates high school. I remember that journey. Oh, I, I didn't take a lot of that journey myself. I think I met with a few people in my high school or hometown. I don't remember going to colleges. I don't remember this being a thing. But we are visiting colleges, and here's why I thought we should talk about this on this episode. It's not just for college students. It's not. I agree. There are so many gorgeous campuses in Florida, and we visited a couple of them. I'm going to talk about a few more, but a lot of them are open campuses, meaning you can walk onto the campus, enjoy the beautiful landscaping, the architecture, the even the food. Uh, there's possibilities, and a lot of them have museums to visit. And of course, you know, everybody likes to go to certain colleges for some sporting events. That's a big thing, right? It is a big thing, Tanya. <laughs> Theater lady. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> All the sports They, they go for the sports ball. Yeah. <laughs> so, I go to, if you're in a college town, obviously you know all about your college, but if you're visiting a particular area, go to some of the college websites and click on visit and just see what there is to do. You can learn, uh, you know, if they're open for tours, you can take a look at the maps of the campuses and reasons why you want to visit. So I picked out a few that I think are worth visiting and we're going to tell you a little bit about them and why this is part of travel, going to college. I have to say, too, some of these colleges are placed in cities and towns, too, that are worth looking at. Absolutely. And I think that's that's the appeal of mm -hmm. those particular colleges, oh, right? Or yeah. I, maybe the town grew up around the college. Maybe the college became a part of the town. Either way. Um, it is definitely a reason to visit, make a day trip for sure. For those of you that are Florida residents, so many of these are located within driving distance and are worth the visit. So I'm going to start off with Rollins College in Winter Park. And Winter Park is just uh, east of Orlando. Do you know what makes Rollins really special? Mm, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. Oh, okay. Well, you tell me what you think is special about Rollins. It's architecture and it's age. Exactly. It is that Spanish Mediterranean style architecture. It looks traditional Florida without being beachy Florida. It's old Florida. That's, it's definitely old. Ooh, it's it is gorgeous. gorgeous there. It is the oldest college in Florida. It's the oldest operating college. Now, some of these I found have roots that go back further than 1885, but Rollins was founded in 1885, and it is an open campus, which so it means you can walk around and visit. There are tons of people who go just for photo shoots. 
there's a lot of people that go to those buildings and the archways to take wedding photos or graduation photos or engagement photos or just out and around photos. It's beautiful. It is a gorgeous campus. Do you know who one of their notable alumni is? I didn't put this in the show notes, but do you know who one of their notable alumni alumni is? No. It's Mr. Rogers. What? He graduated from Rollins College. Did he really? That's really funny. <laughs> and I would have never guessed that. Nope, I wouldn't have either. But he is among one of the notable alumni at Rollins. Uh, a couple things about Rollins College. They do have the Annie Russell Theater. I saw a show there. I've seen a couple of shows there too myself. Again, you don't have to be on campus. You don't have to be a student or a parent to go to the theater. We obviously haven't. We are not students there. Uh, it is the longest continuously operating community theater in Florida. Love it. And what a great little fact. <laughs> and it's on the National Register of Historic Places. Rightfully so. And so many of these things get ready for me to say National Register of Historic Places a lot in this episode. Florida is a historic place. I couldn't believe, especially when you're dating back to the 1800s, how many of these colleges have that link to the National Register of Historic Places. And also is the um, on campus is the Cornell Fine Arts Museum. They have more than 5,000 works of art. Wow. I, I can't comprehend that much art. <laughs> it's a lot. Neither can I. They're open to the public and it's free. Wow, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it is free admission. That's pretty cool. You do, right now, you do have to register for tickets, I think, because... They just want to make sure they don't have too many people coming through. Right, exactly. And that could all change by the time this episode airs. So make sure you're checking out Rollins College and you're checking out the Cornell Cornell Fine Arts Arts (laughs) Museum and uh, check out the links in our show notes. Mm Mm-hmm. This next one on my list is another one that I visited with my son to check out if he wants to attend, but you know this building. I do. We've we've mentioned this building before. Flagler College in St. Augustine. Not that we have any sort of affinity towards St. Augustine or anything, because I feel like this has been in like four of our episodes at least. (laughs) Minimum, right? (laughs) I mean, we just keep coming back to this city because it's so gorgeous. It is a very important city, yes. Well, Flagler College... Is not that old. It's only was founded in 1968. However, I was going to say the building, though. <laughs> the building was originally the Ponce de Leon Hotel built by Henry Flagler in 1888. I put some pictures down at the bottom of our show notes, Christina. I saw. I We were very, very lucky to get to do a college visit here. Right now, um, the tours had been suspended to the public. However, they have had tours in the past. I imagine these are going to open up again in the near future. So stay tuned to our social media pages and we'll let you know. I walked into this building. It is ornate. It is historic. It's right there in the middle of St. Augustine. It fits with all of the glorious Spanish Renaissance architecture in St. Augustine also on the National Register of Historic Places, walking into their dining hall, you look up and the ceiling is covered in gold. I mean, when I'm talking about ornate, it is beautiful gold designs, 
dark oak columns and stairwells everywhere you look. I've been to call. I've been to Yale on campus. I was going to say this sounds a lot like some of those northeastern colleges. This was more gorgeous than Yale. Wow. I'm sorry, Yale, but. <laughs> Henry Flagler apparently had a lot more money. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought I remembered you saying something about sound. Did you say something about sound in that building with the the dome? Is it a dome? It is a dome at the opening of that. I didn't, I don't remember talking about sound. I will talk about the feeling I got walking through the residence halls, however, was definitely one of those where you you ever walk into a place and you feel like, ooh, there's some history here. Mm-hmm. There might be some ghosts <laughs> here. There's a maybe a presence here. Yeah, this is an old building. Of course, there's that in in the residence halls. A lot of history walking around in those hallways. <laughs> the the dining hall itself also has murals all over the wall, trimmed in gold, Tiffany stained glass, just absolutely stunning if you love saint augustine take a look and and see if you can get a tour at flagler college but if you can't go to flagler college right across the street from flagner is the leitner museum which was built around the same time also by henry flagler it was formerly the hotel alcazar i read that as alcatraz Hotel Alcatraz. <laughs> I mean, we're talking probably <laughs> similar language. Right? <laughs> but the Leitner Museum looks like a match to the to Flagler College, and they're right there, right across the street from each other. So if you want to get that same experience but can't get into Flagler just yet, go to the Leitner Museum. This this brings me right to the fact, okay, you asked me, have you ever been to the Leitner Museum? I've been to St. Augustine in that area so many times, but I've never been to that place. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> you can go back to the same place that many times and never have been to the, you know, like it's possible to not have been to a place like that. Like Leitner Museum, I know it's all over the place. I see the ads, I see the signs, but I've not yet gone to the Leitner Museum. Yeah. Again, so now I need to go back to St. Augustine. <laughs> we were just talking about that on our last episode. <laughs> how we keep going back to some of the same places because there is There's so much to see. And do. So much to see. I I have a friend that I've watched his stories. He visits the Leitner Museum quite a bit, and there's there's a lot to look at in there. So it's, again, worth worth the trip. And if not, you can walk along the sidewalks right there outside of Flagler College and appreciate the architecture. Take a look into uh, one of their lawns has a lot of palm trees. And you know what the students do in between the palm trees? Eat? Well, no, <laughs> they um, string up hammocks. And hang out. Brilliant. That's smart. When we were touring, our student guide told us, bring a hammock your first year. You will regret if you don't. Because a lot of them like to hang out there on the quad where all the palm trees are and put their hammocks up and lounge. I wouldn't mind doing my studying in a hammock. Yeah, exactly. That makes you want to go back to school, right? right? If you could go. (laughs) That is not enough to make me want to go back because I can put a hammock up at a campground too. (laughs) That's true. Maybe I just like the romantic idea of these gorgeous buildings. I can can sit with a book. (laughs) Yes, that right there. I don't need to be studying my history. I think I would like to read more, maybe not study more. Right. There you go. That's a a better sounding proposal. (laughs) 
All right, next on my list is Florida Southern in Lakeland. I used to confuse this with University of South Florida, so it's not to be confused with USF. What do you, do you know anything about Florida Southern? No. Okay. This is the largest single site collection of Frank Lloyd Wright buildings. Not you, to be confused with USF. Yeah, I wrote, wrote not to be confused with USF. <laughs> but do you know who Frank Lloyd Wright is? Um, I don't think so. Okay, he's an architect. A lot of people love his stuff. Look at his buildings. You know, he's well known as um as a famous influential architect of the 20th century. He's a lot of mid-century type of buildings. Now, I love looking at good architecture. I just don't know any history behind architecture. Okay. There's a couple of um there's a couple of uh Interesting buildings that he created. You would know probably the Falling Water Mill Run is one of the more popular ones. And I show it to you here on my screen. That's a popular, um, popular Frank Lloyd Wright building. Mm. That's not at Florida Southern. However, there are tons and tons of buildings throughout the entire campus. And you can start your visit at the Sharp Family Tourism and Education Center because they provide a home for a permanent display of photographs, furniture, and drawings depicting White's rights relationship with the college. The center also acts as a home for visiting exhibits on loan from various other Frank Lloyd Wright sites. That's a really good reason to visit that college because that seems like it would be a day, you know, like a nice day of walking around. Looking, it is. And, and it's, seeing. it's not a big campus either. This is another one that we have visited as part of our college tour. Again, another national historic landmark. And but it's. It's not very big. It's easily walkable. I mean, you could probably walk from one end of the campus to the other in less than 30 minutes. Obviously, you want to stroll and take your time and visit all the different architecture and take a look around. And there is a museum right off of campus that you can visit that has a, some amazing art. And you can do a little art history while you're there also. Nice. Okay. Next up, one of the big ones. This is funny. Okay. That you say that. I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. Well, why don't you introduce it then? University of Florida. Florida obviously is, you know, got a big battle between a couple of colleges that happens to be one of them, University of Florida. Versus Florida versus State. Versus Florida State. Yeah. Yes. So I, that was one of the colleges that I applied to. I did the whole college tour. I did, I applied to a whole bunch of colleges in Florida. I was staying in Florida. Um, but that was one of the first colleges, one of the first colleges that I went to visit. And um, I remember going with my mom and I walked onto that campus. Now, mind you, at the time, and it's probably very similar still, University of Florida being in Gainesville, um, it's not like a super huge city, you know? Right. It's, it's quite small, but that school is so big. <laughs> and actually, I chose that I, I did not choose Florida because of that. It was so, it's such a big campus. It's such a big school in relationship to some of the other schools, you know, but I just remember it being, there was so much stuff there. Well, and I probably because I put in here, it can trace some of its history and buildings back to 1853 when it was home to some of the seminaries in the area and mm -hmm. they joined together. It officially started in 1906, but yes, University of Florida, 
home to the Gators. And obviously, like we said, big school. Big school. Big, big sports. Big sports. sports. So uh, obviously sporting events are a big deal at UF and also FSU, which we'll talk about in a little bit too. So they're going to be big on campus. However, I have um, friends that have attended the musical theater program there. So they're more than just sports as most colleges are, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can go and maybe see a budding Broadway star get his start at the University of Florida, possibly. Nice. Uh, Do you know what else is a little piece of trivia about University of Florida for our out-of-state residents who might not know this? (laughs) This is very interesting. (laughs) I did not know this. You didn't know that Gatorade started because of the University of Florida Gators. No, I did not. (laughs) It was one of the coaches that developed the quote-unquote formula and launched Gatorade. So, yes, Gatorade has its roots in Gainesville. Funny. Okay, my favorite thing on campus, however, there are a number of historic buildings on campus, but my favorite is the Florida Museum of Natural History. Have you been to this museum? No, but I have plans to go. (laughs) We have lots of plans. Lots of plans. Always the plans, right? (laughs) The Florida Museum of Natural History is home to, they must have hundreds of prehistoric skeletons. Mm. I'm talking mastodons and what are the giant sharks? The ones that are like super, super giant. The the jaws are bigger than the room we're in right now. Yeah, you know? I, I can't think of the okay. name. Large skeletons. We need <laughs> to ask a we need to ask a six year old because they probably know. <laughs> so true. There's saber toothed tigers, there's giant sloths. I, I love just the natural history that's in the Natural History Museum. It's definitely worth a trip. They have some really great children's programs from time to time. So make sure you check them out. I think the highlight for a lot of people at the Natural History Museum is the Butterfly Garden there. I've never been in a butterfly garden as big as this one. So you have dozens of species of butterflies throughout this garden and it is two stories tall at least it's absolutely gorgeous and um, worth the trek to Gainesville if you're not going for a game go visit the Natural History Museum and Butterfly Garden beautiful Okay, I see you doing some research there. You're looking up the University of Tampa. I was because my nephew went there, um, and I I seem to remember, actually my nephew and also um, one of my neighbors growing up went there, and I've been there, obviously. Um, I grew up down in that area, but I feel like, and I was trying to look it up because I can't remember, but their architecture was, um, was inspired by Russian architecture. I th- I see that when I look at the plant museum, it mm-hmm. does. I agree. It's that what I read was that it's a Victor- It was a Victorian railroad resort, and so on the University of Tampa is home to the Henry B. Plant Museum, who was another one of these big railroad tycoons in Florida. Yeah, and we have he- a whole city named after him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Plant City. Yes, it's not named for the fact that you can get plants there. <laughs> no. I know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Thank you, Christina. That's my homeschool moment of the day. Oh, yay. I did it. 
I would agree though. It is it's that Victorian era, but it has a little bit of those domed spires on them. Right, like the look a little Russian. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, I I feel like I've read that before. I was trying to look it up really quick because I obviously didn't write that. Um but I believe their architecture was inspired by Russian architecture, which makes the building so cool to look at. It does. Well, here's what I pulled from their website. The Victorian Railroad Resort, the museum accurately reflects the opulence of turn-of-the-century America and the vision of American transportation pioneer Henry B. Plant. Very cool. But yes, opulence. I think that's the good word for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, next college on my list is the University of West Florida. It is in Pensacola. It's home to a 1600 acre nature preserve. What did we learn about Pensacola recently? Uh, we learned a lot. We did a road trip series that ended up in Pensacola and we learned that it's on the beach, and we learned that the Navy has stuff there, and it's, they're home to... Didn't you tell me yesterday about their time zone? Oh, their time zone. Okay. I thought I was, this was so... I, I wasn't sure where you were going I'm with going that. there because, because people... We've talked a million times about how big Florida is, and I don't think people realize that Florida has two time zones. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and the funny part is, is that it's only this small portion of the state in the panhandle that switches time zones up there in so, West Florida. <laughs> after doing a little research on history or on the University of West Florida and their nature preserve area, I started looking into uh, that they have an archaeology program, which is what my son is interested in. And so we have a trip planned now to Pensacola to go visit the University of West Florida. But it, it did note that the times are in central time zone. <laughs> so funny. I, I People forget. don't realize, right? I forget yeah. that it's in central time zone. Yep. Okay. Florida State. So I also visited, I mean, I went to lots of college visits, um, but... The, because it, they're the big ones, you know, right. I remember specifically University of Florida and University of uh, Florida State University. I did Which really... Which is in Tallahassee, by the way, for those of you who are not Floridians. Yeah, Florida State University is all the way in the north central. Right, yeah. And it's our state capital up there. But Florida State University, I lived in um, on the west coast in like the middle of the west coast and it was four over four hours away from home for me and i was like the thought of driving four hours to go home to visit my parents was just like oh i don't want to drive four hours because then it's like <laughs> you know going home on a friday if you've got class until six o'clock meant not coming home till 10 o'clock at night the only way to go home on a weekend so it was so far away i mean funny enough i didn't end up traveling home on the weekends very often anyway but that was one of my <laughs> deciding factors but florida state university i thought was one of the coolest campuses because it's incorporated right into their city i i haven't been there so oh. tell me more. I mean, I know I read that there's, um, again, a lot of historic buildings, yeah. lots of history. I lots mean, the of buildings are register. beautiful. Yeah, their buildings are beautiful. It's incorporated into the city. You can walk a lot of places. Um, but you sort of feel like you're just like stumbling off the road and then, oh, there's college buildings all over the place here. I think that's a little bit like Flagler, too. Yeah, it's just kind of very incorporated similar. right into the city like that. It built The city built up around it. And right. I am sure it's the same with Florida State because... 
university is going to trace its roots back as far as the state's history. Mm-hmm. I feel like it gives you this, the feel again of those um, northeastern schools when you're there. So again, football. Yes, football, because they are the two big rivals in Florida. Big thing. Here's what I learned that I thought was really interesting. Uh, A couple facts about Florida State was that (laughs) in the 60s and 70s, it became quite a center for student activism, especially in the areas of racial integration, women's rights, and opposition to the Vietnam War. In fact, the school acquired the nickname Berkeley of the South because Berkeley in California was a hotbed for student activism. I thought that was fascinating, but then I read the school is also uh, supposedly originated the 1970s fad of streaking. (laughs) It's said to have been first observed on Landis Green. First observed. (laughs) I I found that fascinating and funny. And I mean, hey, Florida State, if you want to own that, you started streaking. More power to you. Way to have a mark on your record. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, The other thing I did notice was like the Westcott building is these twin brick towers. And they are, uh, again, a historical building. But there's a fountain right out front of the Westcott building. And since the fountain is located on an old execution site, some students report hearing strange noises at night. So there's... A few reports that the Westcott building is haunted. We might have to put that one in some future episode. I think so. I think we might have some haunted episodes coming up soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's haunted by the executed dead. So yeah. we're going to have to dig a little bit more into the Westcott building. If you know any information about Florida State and the Westcott building and the execution sites that were happening there, Drop us a note. Yeah, give us a story. So the Ruby Diamond Auditorium and the College of Music, however, offers over 500 concerts a year. Okay, can I say something again? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) Little known fact about Christina is I'm actually a musician myself. I grew up playing in in a very musical family. I was a flute player, but uh, I played a lot of different instruments. Flute was my main instrument. And in high school, I auditioned as a... um, as a, a junior for the tri-state concert, which happens at uh, Florida State University in the Ruby Diamond Auditorium. And we they picked the best uh, musicians to form four concert bands um, from Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. Nice. That's why it's called Tri-State. And so I auditioned my junior year and I got in and I auditioned my senior year and got in and I got to play in the Tri-State um, concert series that happens at the Ruby Diamond Auditorium at Florida State. They have a really, really brilliant music program there. That's awesome. And see, you didn't think you would have anything to contribute to this episode, <laughs> no, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I knew I had, I had my college experiences and of course that involved Florida State and my visits, but yeah. I'm not, not, Ruby Diamond was a a whole day, um, a a good place in my memories because I got to perform there twice and we stayed up there for four days and, and did music like 10 hours a day for four days. It was, it was just amazing. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I'm so glad that I put that in there then. Yeah. (laughs) Some research. A couple other things that I came across in my research. uh, These are not all places that I've been to. Um, Some of them, some of them are. um, But the Bethune-Cookman University in Daytona 
has a performing arts center that is surrounded by a meditation garden with inscriptions of Mary Bethune's writing, which she's most well known for her last will and testament. That's really cool. I just want to go sit in that garden. (laughs) I think that sounds amazing. I mean, again... These are places that you can visit without having to attend college. Um, I noticed that this this letter B here is <laughs> under number nine as a side note of other notable colleges. And that is my alumni school, Tanya. UCF. How could you make that in other notable colleges. Well, I didn't think there was a lot to talk about in with <laughs> UCF. UCF is located in Orlando, Florida. I mean, come on. Yes. At least, so at least I chose UCF because it was a big enough college and it was two and a half hours away from home and it was located in Orlando. And that is what my whole world revolved around being in, working at Disney. And But would you visit? I mean, back then, probably not. Okay. But it was Orlando. So, you know, if you wanted to live near all the theme parks, that's the place to be. Well, sure, that's the place to attend, but I wasn't, I didn't, I've been out to UCF. I didn't think it was an, ex- I mean. So now, now they have right. a big, they have a big stadium. I mean, we had a, our, our football team was, had grown back at that point too, but now they have a big stadium. They've got sports complex that's to die for. They've got student union that looks like a city um, and they've got um, well, performing out, arts. Point out why I put this on here. Um, UCF is home to Florida's largest telescope, the Robinson Observatory. I don't know why you... Telescope? Yes. You should go visit UCF because they have a big telescope. I mean, if you like I'm sorry, I got I mean, I just, I went there. So <laughs> yes. I think there's more to it. There is more to it. And I like the light up UCF, which features ice skating mm-hmm. in central Florida. So if you're here during the holidays, it's definitely worth a trip over there. Uh, one last one before we close out, uh, the Ringling College of Art and Design is home to the Selby, Selby Gallery, and we've talked about Ringling area, and the College of Art and Design is over there in Sarasota, so if you're looking for some artistic works to visit, pop over there. Okay, Christina. Yes. Then give me your places to visit since you, you know. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not going to add UCF because I spent more than my fair time there. Okay. <laughs> more than my fair share. Um, I say Florida State because I have some big memories there. Um, Flagler because it's in St. Augustine. And University of Tampa has some great architecture and it's in in Tampa where there's plenty of stuff to do in the area. Perfect. I would have it over to Rollins any day of the week. I love it over there. And I'm looking forward to a visit to University of West Florida and checking out all of the nature, as well as popping up to Gainesville to one of my favorite museums at University of Florida. I think it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. What have you got? So I found Rifle Paper Company. They started in Winter Park, Florida, and they have everything from planners and stationery to home decor, which if you go on their website and you look through their home decor, they have some really, really cool fabric um, and designs that I just, I thought were really unique and amazing. And um, they also have a Maitland location that is in Florida. They have another location out of Florida. I don't remember what it is, but it doesn't matter because we're talking about Florida. So <laughs> you can check them out at riflepaperco.com. 
Where can we find the Florida Travel Pod? Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. And this is also the best place to comment with things like, have you visited any of these colleges? What did you notice about these colleges? Did we miss anything? Point it out to us. We love to know when we make when we miss something. <laughs> Give us any ideas about the best places um, and your favorite tips on these areas. Make sure to check the show notes in your favorite podcast player or visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for links and more details about everything that you heard in today's episode. Also, please reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player or even reviews and comments on our social media pages. I just want to give a shout out to Iris who mentioned, uh, commented on our recent uh, festival episode and showing us pictures of the caladiums in the caladium festival in Lake Placid. I love that someone actually showed us a little bit of what you can do and the pictures that um, that show off how beautiful this and diverse this state is. So thank you, Iris, for leaving us a comment. If you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, you can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. You can visit patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And when you donate, our supporters will get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more depending upon your level of support. And we may even have some additional surprises along the way. Truly, your support helps creators like us give you the best content from the Sunshine State. Hey, stay tuned next week. Oh, guess what? There won't be a next week. We're uh, taking a little break. You might want to listen up, though, because we might share one of our favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a little break. We might rebroadcast. We'll see what's coming up. But that is it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Stay sunny, everyone.